I can just imagine him in a meeting. You know, yes, this is the contract I've been waiting for. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you very much, Jerry. And he signs his name, and then he stands up and he says, I'm going to go ahead and have the surgery now. You can't turn the football over 17 times and think you're going to win a game. Can't do it. Won't do it. When it came to the big payday, Dak, you got your money. I mess up his name. I can't even get this. That's a kitty. That's a kitty? That's a kitty. But at the same time, oh, we're going to shackle them in? We're going to take over? <laughs> you are not Diana Prince. This is not the mascara. I saw it coming. That's why I went solo. You'll never see me coming. People of the planet Earth. I have been involved in radio for at least 32, 33 years. And never has there been a day that I had to come with you with some very important I would dare say national no I would dare say international breaking news and some of you might take this lightly and not believe me and some of you may choose to believe me but there is something that is about to happen right here in these great United States of America and all over the planet a matter of fact we're talking universal upheaval and I had to bring it to you my international sick listeners I had to bring it to you because you are the ones that can possibly possibly change the outcome of what I'm about to tell you so I'm going to take this first six minutes to let all of my sick listeners, all of the listeners on BGC Sports Network, all of the listeners on BGC Sports Network 2, all of those listening across the oceans and divides in the jungles of Africa and on the backside of Antarctica, all of you who are listening right now, we have to start a campaign that will neutralize, nay, shall I say, sterilize, nay, shall I say, interrupt, that's a very good word, interrupt, what is about to take place? Are you ready? All my sick listeners, are you ready? All my sick followers, are you ready? This is going to blow your mind. We've got to do this together because if we do not do this together, then there will be no 
stopping it. Now, here's what we have to do. We must, we, we have to, we must make it our sole mission, sole mission number one, to stop Willie Epting Jr. from being the first show on the BGC Sports Network to have a number one weekday show and a number one weekend show. We can't let this happen. I need all of you to listen to this sick show. I need all of you to patronize this sick show. And when the clock strikes 12 on the BGC Sports Network, switch over to BGC Sports Network 2, where you'll get a second helping of this sick show. I'm talking interrupting possible tyranny here. I'm talking if this dude, as he so-called puts it, gets a double-double on the BGC Sports Network, his head might just explode. And all of that knowledge, all of that uh, 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 sophoclinical knowledge will be spilt out all across this great world we live in. And there will be no stopping him at that point. Ladies and gentlemen, you've got to come together. We got to get together on one accord and stop Willie Epting Jr. in the month of August. Either you with me or you're with me. Either way, today starts a brand new day of stopping Willie F.T. Jr. The hashtag Brothers of Baseball, which comes after this show, cannot, it cannot beat this sick show, not another month. The Shake Back, which comes on this BGC Sports Network and BGC Sports Network 2 on the 12th and 6th and the 1s and 7th. It has to be stopped. This dude is just out of control. He's all over the place with the Shake Back Media Group and now he's doing these little things in the extra innings and the afterwards and the forwards and the backwards. This dude is out of control. And it's going to take a collaborative effort for you, my sick listeners, to tell all of your family, your friends, your co-workers, the dog, the cat, the possum, whatever it is in your house, to tune in to this sick show. Natalie and Corey, I'm pulling for you. I'm pulling for you. I'm going to even tell all of my sick family across the globe to tune in to sports from her perspective. 
for the month of August. Just so we can stop Willie Epstein Jr. Welcome to all my living and breathing intelligent bipeds on the planet Earth to this sick show. It's your boy, the man, the myth, the hashtag legend in my own mind. Big day. Talking not only sports, but news of all kinds. Also, welcome to those checking us out on this sick podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. And I also want to give a shout out to all my sick listeners who I was talking to earlier. All of you in Ireland, Hong Kong, Morocco, Sweden, Portugal, Canada, Mexico, Pakistan, Thailand, and yes, these United States of America. Now that I have laid the groundwork and probably given the longest intro and monologue in the history of radio against a friendly competitor, that's what we do. If anybody who knows me knows, I have always been very highly competitive. This is right in my wheelhouse. And I could go this whole segment talking about it, but we're going to get to some sports news. So let's go ahead and talk about the Hall of Fame inductees. It was a great day for the inductees of the Hall of Fame. Peyton Manning, who goes in as a quarterback with the Broncos and the Colts. Calvin Megatron. Johnson as a wide receiver with the Lions. Charles Woodson as a safety with the Raiders and the Packers. Now, I thought Charles Woodson was already in there. And he's, well, he's just now, but, you know, I thought he was already in there. So that just blew my mind. Um, John Lynch goes in as a safety with the Buccaneers and the Broncos. Alan Faneca. What kind of name is Alan Faneca? I love it. He sounds like he's supposed to be famous with a name like that. He goes in position as a guard. Teams he played for were the Steelers, the Jets, and the Cardinals. And finally, finally, Mr. Drew Pearson. The original 88 finally gets in as a wide receiver with one team only, the Dallas Cowboys, which I think is awesome. The way, you know, they they put him in this time, but the thing about it is, is that he had been looked over for so many years, and I even wondered why was Drew Pearson, who caught the famous as we now know it, Hail Mary. How was Drew not in the Hall of Fame all these years? And I just wonder if it was something said, did something to somebody, didn't realize that it came back to haunt him or, or you know, what's, what, was, what was going on with that? I remember, and I think it was last year, when Drew thought he was getting in 
and then uh, or the 2019 year he thought he was getting in but then didn't get in and he sat around had his family and everything thought he was going to get inducted and they did not do it that was a huge slap in the face and everybody on social media went smack off because they know and we know that the original 88 should have been in there so Congratulations goes out to those Hall of Fame inductees. And we had a Hall of Fame coach inductee. It was Tom Flores. Coach Tom Flores, who coached with the Raiders and the Seahawks. And I didn't even know this. They have an inductee uh, position, team, some kind of thing. I've, I've never heard of this before, but it's a contributor thing, and, and it was Bill Nunn Scout. Bill Nunn Scout of the Pittsburgh Steelers got inducted into the Hall of Fame. So, congratulations goes out to the Hall of Fame inductees. It is well deserved, all of you, even Bill, don't even know who you are, Nunn Scout. All, it, all of you deserved it. Congratulations for that. Um, I can't wait to look at the speeches and really listen to the speeches because I love listening to Hall of Fame speeches because that's when you really get to see who that person really is and what they're really about because they are so thankful not realizing the con- the contribution that they made to the game that we so love and hold dear in our heart. So I like to go back and I like to break them down like when LaDainian Tomlinson uh, did his speech it was it was from the heart it was from the heart bro it moved me bro yeah yeah uh, what wasn't really too moved by Jerry Jones speech we all knew he was going to go in the Hall of Fame someday anyway um, you know basically for how many championships one was with uh, what's his name and then uh, I can't even think right now Woo. Let me tell you what, it's so hot in Texas right now, both literally with the heat and literally with sports. It is so hot right now. It's got my mind melting. I'm looking at the coach in his face and I can't think of it. You know who got that first championship. Then the coach was gone. And then after that, they brought in Switzer and they brought in a few other people. And they ended up getting a total of five championships for the Dallas Cowboys. We knew Jerry Jones was going in there. So if you thought Jerry Jones wasn't going in there, okay, he showed you wrong. He got in there. And I think that was year before last. Maybe it was 2018. I, I can't remember. But to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, basically, it establishes you as a legend. And I'd rather see people go in right now while they're alive so they can show the appreciation of the Hall of Fame, getting into the Hall of Fame than to see it posthumously given after they've gone their way. So, like I said, congratulations goes out to all of the Hall of Fame inductees. Make sure you come back because we're going to talk about how the United States did in the Olympics. And I got to eat crow. Really, virtually. So, make sure you come back because you don't want to miss segment two of this Stay tuned for more This Sick Show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. 
Welcome back to part two of this definitely sick show. Are you ready? What I mean by that, are you ready for the fourth annual Riverfront Jazz Festival Labor Day weekend, September 3rd through the 5th, three days on three stages? Featuring Erica Badu, Marion Meadows, Peebo Bryson, the SOS Band, Pete Escovito, David Benoit, and at least 30 more acts. Now, that sounds tempting. Go right now. Call the Black Academy of Arts and Letters at 214-743-2400 or Ticketmaster at 800-754-3000 and get your tickets now. Not tomorrow. Not the next day. Not next week. Now. Make sure you tell them that big day from the up and coming best show on the BGC Sports Network, this sick show, sent you, alright, Olympic gold has come back to the United States of America, the United States made a final Push in the final stretch of the Olympics and succeeded in taking the top spot on the gold medal count from China on the final day of competitions on Sunday. Now, before Sunday, China led the USA with the gold medal count of 38 to 36. But as we went into Sunday, the U.S. Led an overall medal count with 113 total medals. Even though they had a slow start, they came to win in the end. U.S. women's volleyball team recorded its first ever Olympic gold medal defeating Brazil. Two sets to one in the final. And both the men's and women's basketball teams won their finals to add to the medal count. Now, I said, and and, and I'm, I'm trying to be a man that keeps his word. But I said that if the United States pulls it out and it's an Olympic gold medal they get, that I would eat crow. Because I said we were in trouble the last time you heard the show and I said the United States had no chance at getting to the finals because France looked so strong and they surprised the United States the first time. We all know that it's too hard. It's so hard to beat a team twice, especially in the Olympics. But, but the United States did it. The men's basketball team did it. I thought they was going to get bronze this year. I'm not going to lie. So, 
Here I am eating crow. It's left a foul taste in my mouth because I don't like to eat crow. All of you who know me, you know, like I said in the first segment, I'm very competitive and you know that I like to be right. But I was wrong. I, I was wrong. You heard it right here. Four minutes and 42, 43, 44 seconds into this show. You heard me say I was wrong. I'm man enough to admit it. I counted them out. I thought that, you know, it, it, I didn't think they was going to get ran over, but I thought that they would pull out. Now, let me say this. I watched the full game from the tip to the end, and I'm going to tell you, you know, the, the United States went on spurts, runs, little, you know, little spurts of runs that they went on to basically pull this thing out. But even at the end, France was still in the game. And it ended up, I think at the end, being three points down, four points, something like five points down, something like that. But they, they, France didn't quit. Rudy Gobert did not quit. And you got to give it to them. They hung in there. They got a silver medal. Hooray for France. But the United States got gold. Now, I knew the United States women's team was going to get gold. I, that was an afterthought. I knew from the jump. But when the men started, uh, yeah, I didn't think that it was going to go this way. So, like I said, and I'm not going to say it again, ever on this sick show, I was wrong. Now, can we get off of that and get on to what's more important than me being wrong? There were a host of things that happened in Tokyo. And, and let me say this before I say anything as before I go any further. I have to give major props out to one Mr. J. Randall who did the BGC Sports Network first ever Olympic brief Tokyo oh this dude got a golden voice and he brought it every day to let us know to keep up with the metal count and who was doing what and everything and he did it in his own way and I was so proud of that grass so thank you Jay Randall number one for coming on board the BGC Sports Network welcome to the family and thank you for bringing the first ever BGC Sports Network Olympic Brief Tokyo off the chain. Now, Katie Ledecky's dominance continued in the pool as the 24-year-old participated and won gold in the first female 1,500-meter freestyle. She closed out her Olympic appearance with another gold in the women's 800-meter freestyle for the third consecutive time 
Valerie Allman picked up a gold medal in the women's discus throw. It was her first Olympic go. The three-on-three women's basketball team won the gold in the sports debut at the 2021 Tokyo Olympics. Suni Lee delivered a clutch, and I mean clutch, performance in the individual all-around in Simone Biles' absence. And as you know, Simone Biles did come back to participate on the balance beam where she got bronze. Now... Um, Jade Carey picked up her first individual gold in the individual floor exercise. Uh, Ryan Krauser, and I watched this, set an Olympic record on the way to winning gold in the shot put. That dude can throw a small Toyota truck with two hands 50 yards if he wanted to. The boy is bad. And it basically was his second consecutive gold medal in that event. Caleb Dressel, uh, age 24, piled up five gold medals, one for every race he had a chance in to claim his place on Swimming's uh, uh, swimming's Mount Rushmore. Caleb had a dominant victory in the 50-meter freestyle and a dazzling butterfly leg on the U.S. team that broke a 12-year-old world record to capture the gold in the 4 by 100 melee relay. Tamira Minshaw Stock won gold in the 68-kilogram wrestling category. Might I say, say this? I enjoyed watching and I got I got to be careful what I say here but I enjoyed watching I don't want to put this because I don't want to offend people I enjoy watching Greco-Roman wrestling that's not what I wanted to say but for those of you who can read between the lines or read behind the lines or whatever yeah, I enjoyed the, the wrestling in the Olympic. David Taylor won gold in the 86-kilogram wrestling category. He defeated Iran's Hassan Yazdani in the finals. And uh, I can't even say this woman's name. Uh, Anastasia, maybe? Zolotik, 18, picked up the victory in the 57-kilogram Taekwondo event in Tokyo. It was her first gold medal. And a thing new. Now, come on, y'all. That cannot be this lady's name. A thing new? No, you making that up. You making that up, big day. That's your mind playing tricks on you. You are making a thing new? Okay. All right. If y'all say so. Was the first American female gold medalist in the 800 meter race since the 1968 Olympics? Amber English, 31 years old, is one of the best skeet shooters in the world, and she got her first Olympic gold medal in the event. English is a U.S. Army first lieutenant. Yeah. Yeah, she's the first lieutenant in the U.S. Army. Yeah, don't want to mess with her. 
Okay. Uh, Robert Fink, age 21, made history when he became the first male to win the 800-meter freestyle. The event was um, new in the men's category for the 20. 20- 20 Tokyo Olympics or the 2021 Tokyo Olympics and it was the first gold medal and he also won gold in the 1500 meter freestyle Vincent Hancock age 32 picked up his third individual gold medal in skate shooting somebody else you don't want to mess with he previously won in the 2008 Olympics and the 2012 Olympics Nevin Harrison age 19 managed to win the canoe sprint at the Tokyo Olympics she defeated Lawrence Vincent Lapointe. Why you name that girl Lawrence? Maybe it's Lawrence. Does that change it? Lawrence? La- yeah, oh, whatever. Um, Lydia J. Uh, Jacoby, 17, became the first Alaska native to win a gold medal at the Summer Olympics. She picked up a victory in the 100 meter breaststroke. Chase Calise, 27, was the first American to win a gold medal at the 2021 Tokyo Olympics. He won the 400-meter medley. Lee Kiefer, 27, became the first American fencer to win a gold medal in the individual foil. You know, when they... On guard. On guard. Pushy, pussy guy. You remember that, don't you? Tom and Jerry. Pushy, pussy guy. Y'all don't remember. I just feel so old every time I make these references. Y'all don't get it. Okay. Uh, she won the third overall gold medal for the Americans in Tokyo. Carissa Moore, 28, introduced the world to surfing at the Olympics. And she won gold for the U.S. in the women's shortboard. She was getting it. She was getting it. I don't even like surfing necessarily. It, it, but it just boggles my mind how you can stay on that board with the waves coming in the whole nine. It just blows my mind. So great job, Carissa. William Shainer, who I thought was Shatner when I first saw this, but it's Shainer. 20 years old, won the gold in the 10-meter air rifle event, and he entered the Olympics having won gold in the 2020 World Cup. It was his first Olympic gold medal. And lastly, on this list, but not least, the American relay team took home the gold in Tokyo. The team included Dressel, Blake, uh, Pier- Pieroni, Pieroni, is that how you say that? Bo Becker, Zach Apple, and alternates Brooks Curry. So when it came down to it, everyone performed admirably I thought that the US was going to be in second this year I really did but it was at that last moment that the US pulled out with the gold medal count to top China and they are hopefully on their way home so they don't have to be in Japan or be quarantined or anything like that I pray they didn't get quarantined over there but safe travels to all of those who went to Tokyo make sure you make it home safe our prayers are going out to you we love you we're so so proud of you USA in 
a time when the USA seems to be falling apart, there is nobody out there that seems to want to do anything for the United States of America, but you guys proved everybody wrong. You represented the United States of America in an awesome way. And I just want to say personally, thank you. Now, come on back to the chaos. Come on back to the rhetoric. Come on back to mask wearing. Mm -hmm, I got to say that. Come on back and get your vaccines, get your shot or whatever you're doing. And then come on back and not get your vaccines and shot. Talk to you. And, And can I just say this? It is not the unvaccinated that's causing all this drama. It's not the vaccinated that's causing all this drama. It's not neither nor the vaccinated nor the unvaccinated that's causing all this drama. You know who the blame squarely falls on concerning this pandemic, concerning the the, the COVID and the, the Delta and the Lambda? Do you know who it really, really, really falls on? It falls on the virus itself. I fault the virus because it doesn't want to stay one virus. It wants to, you know, become a variant like Loki and it wants to spread and spread and spread and spread. So I fault the virus. I don't fault individuals when it comes to those things. All right. It's the end of the world. Now that I've uh, ranted and raved for all 18 minutes and something of this sick show. When we come back, we got to talk about, oh my gosh, Devin Funches. What the? Why would you say, you know what? Don't worry about it. When you come back, I'm going to tell you what happened. Right here. On this. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more This Sick Show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. Analysis and twice the access on Alexa by saying, Alexa, start the BGC Sports Network or Alexa, start the BGC Sports Network 2. Catch us live or catch the replay. Now there's two ways to keep us locked in. To the fastest growing streaming sports network in the world, the BGC Sports Network. Alright, it's time to talk about something that transpired on Sunday. As one, Mr. Devin 
Funches, who used to be with the Carolina Panthers, is now with the Green Bay Packers. And I guess Devin was trying to ease the reporters at the news conference and got a little too easy with the reporters at the news conference and a reporter said something about their mask or something and then Funches just decided to I guess you could say go off script during the press conference when he's he said an anti Asian slur which I would have it probably would have never came to my mind but um, I, I tell you what I'm going to play for you exactly what he said and then you take it from there I, I can tell you smiling I can see the face <laughs> right. I can see the face right. everybody go chinky and that's when yeah, I know right. Excuse me, you, you, what? I, I can tell you smiling, I can see the face, <laughs> right. I can see the face, right. everybody go chinky, and that's when I know right. Out of all the things you could have said, why did that particular word come to your mind, Devin? I mean, that's, that's, my wife said it best. As she has walked in with all the groceries and everything, she heard it while it was playing and she said, that's not cool. Why would he say that? She said it best. It's not cool. So he spent all of Sunday trying to make up for it. He addressed the matter on Twitter hours after he reportedly used the slur. He said, quote, I want to apologize for the disparaging remark I used tonight. It was not okay. Uh, you think, Captain Obvious? I have grown to develop deep personal and business relationships in the Asian community. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, no. Because if your relationship was deep you wouldn't have said it if it's a deep personal personal keyword you wouldn't have said it business relationships man that those things you know come and go but personal which means you've known somebody in the Asian community for a long time and if you've known somebody in the Asian community for a long time you would not use that particular slur It's just like someone that you know. Let me say it like this. I had a best friend in college. One of the things we had to tell him coming to college is you can't say what we say because people are going to take it differently. And he walked into a room and we was all sitting around and we were watching a game. I don't know if it was football, baseball, basketball, whatever it was. And he walks into the room and he comes in talking about, yo, 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 what's up, my ends? And everybody stopped, turned, and looked. I mean, it was so awkward. The people stopped on whatever game we was watching and turned and looked like, yo, that's not cool. 
he felt because he was from Brooklyn that he could use the N-word casually. And, you know, we were best friends and, and we were joking between each other and everything. Yeah, money, 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 money. Yeah, but you can't go around saying that out in the open. Being that you are not a near. It's the same thing for Devin Fudges. You might joke. You might call them whatever. Y'all might call each other, you know, uh, green turtles and, and pepper pies in private. But in public, there are some things you just don't say. So, I, I he was being a little too open with the reporters. And here's the thing about it is you've been with the Carolina Panthers for how many years? I think it was 2015. He was drafted in the second round. I think 2015. And since 2015 to 2021, that would be six years in the NFL. And through everything you've seen in the NFL, through every press conference, through every person saying something that shouldn't have said something, through Spygate, through a whole bunch of stuff, the uh, Deflate Gate, whatever, you've seen that. Why would that come out of your mouth? At that particular time He said I meant no harm And those that know me Know I have a love and respect For all cultures And people This is not about A love and respect Of all cultures and people This is about a Slur In which If you had a deep Personal relationship And you did Love and respect All cultures and people You would never Say that in public I'm sure there are many many people calling people names behind their back and in the privacy of their own homes and the privacy of their own automobiles and they're saying whatever I'm sure that the n-word has been thrown my way for unintentionally cutting somebody off I'm sure that when they told the story they didn't know my name they just said it was some who was out there doing what I'm sure because we've all been there I'm glad he said I am sorry he said quote I will learn from this and will continue to grow as a person I hope so I am forever sorry you know what that word sorry is the most overused word in the English dictionary because sorry don't fix stuff sorry doesn't bring people back sorry might means you feel guilty doing it for doing it but sorry doesn't change the fact that you did it I'm absolutely sorrowful for more colorful words sorrowful for things that I have done in the past and things that I am yet to do because I'm not perfect Devin's not perfect Nobody is perfect. Not one human being is perfect. But saying sorry is putting a band-aid over a scratch. It ain't fixing nothing. The scratch is going to be there. 
it ain't helping with the scratch. Scratch gonna be there. But you're putting a band-aid on it. And I, I just feel that word is just so overused and we, we gotta come up with another term when we're in sincerely in our deepest apologies. I'd rather you say, I apologize. There's no reason why that should have came out of my mouth. Obviously, there was something there that I maybe thought was dealt with and gone. And for that to come out, oh, I sincerely and deeply apologize. I can go with that. But to say that and then to turn around and <laughs> say I'm a personal? No, 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 no. There's not a personal relationship there. Now, Listen, you may run out. You may say, big day, say this, big day, say that, whatever. You have your right to do that. I have a right to my opinion concerning this. And we know, like, you know, my pops used to say back in the day, opinions are like, and we all got one. But, dude, you're making 15 mil? Dude, do you not know we are in a a cancel culture let me get that word right cancel culture do you not know that everybody is waiting on one thing to be said you know somebody asked me uh, about two maybe three weeks ago when I'm on the air because normally on the air I don't normally talk like this but when I'm on the air I talk a certain way People wonder why I pause. They wonder why I take my time. They wonder why I do what I do. And you know why? Because I'm trying my hardest to be very, very careful about what I'm saying. Because I know the whole wide world is listening. And it doesn't do me any good to keep on perpetuating a specific thing. So I have to watch what I say and how I say. So I don't want to be offensive to anyone. But I do want to make clear and bring and find, let me say that, the truth to a matter. And that's why I do what I do. I know people are listening. I know you're you're, you're waiting, you're waiting and you're waiting. Well, guess what? Keep waiting because I am going to try my best to do what I am to do on radio and that's to look at things objectively and then get my opinion on it I mean I want to get paid for you know that's what we all get paid for in media but yeah I thought that was a bit much now the fact that Devin apologized I, I, I do think it was sincere when I watched the video I thought the apology was sincere I, I just didn't like the word Sorry, because you know somebody could just run over your foot. Sorry, does that mean you really mean it? Somebody could bust you in the back of the head with a brick. Sorry, does that mean my head's not open now? Somebody could stab you with a knife. Good. Sorry. Okay, but my liver and my spleen are messed up because you decided to gooch me? Sorry doesn't fix that. That's why we have people in prison. 
That's why when a drunk driver is driving drunk, he can say sorry all he wants, but the accountability, knowing that if you're going to drink, you are going to get drunk. And let me just say this. Don't tell me, oh, I can drink and drive. I've done it for years. No, you've gotten away with it for years. That doesn't mean or make it right that you're drinking and driving drunk. And buzz driving is the same thing as driving drunk. So you're driving, you murder somebody horribly, you know, maim somebody or whatever, and you're going to say, I'm sorry. So now, to close this whole shebang out, I just want to make sure Devin Funches, watch what you're doing. Watch what you are doing and watch what you're saying because people are watching you. I'm done. Coming up next, that dude in the first segment I was talking about, Willie Epting Jr., is coming up with the hashtag Brothers of Baseball. Remember, hashtag stop Willie Epting Jr. from being the number one show for the month of August. Having two shows, one during the weekday and one during the weekend. We got to stop this dude. But make sure you tune in to him because I know he has an awesome show. And you don't want to miss it. And always, thank you for tuning in to this. Mm-hmm.